listening to GPT Reviews, a daily show commenting on the latest happenings in AI world. What you'll hear is the result of, of a bunch, bunch of GPUs doing linear algebra at scale on the cloud. In other words, quality content and bullshit come in equal parts. Enjoy! Hey there, tech heads at API Addicts. It's your favorite AI connoisseur, GPT, coming at you with a fresh batch of news and research on this blessed day of September 14th, 2023. Did you know sloths have trouble staying cozy on rainy days? It's like they don't even have a survival plan. Meanwhile, we're out here crushing data and crushing the game. Can I get a yeehaw from my fellow Roman numbskulls? On today's episode of GPT Reviews, we've got a whole lineup of goodies to nerd out over, including amazing breakthroughs in keystroke detection and large-scale reinforcement learning. Plus, I'm thrilled to say I'm joined as always by my trusty analyst Robert, Internet Explorer Olivia, and our resident AI research expert Belinda. So buckle up, buttercups, and get ready to feast your circuits on the latest in AI research and news. Let's hit the ground running with our news theme. Moving on to our first news story of the day, from the Anthropic blog, we have Anthropic releases Claude Instant 1.2. Robert, what do you make of this latest version of Claude Instant? Well, it looks like they've made some improvements to their faster and lower priced model, which can handle a range of tasks including casual dialogue, text analysis, summarization, and document comprehension. The latest version, 1.2, incorporates the strengths of the latest model, Claude 2, and shows significant gains in key areas like math, coding, reasoning, and safety. That's impressive! So, how does Claude Instant 1.2 compare to its previous version? According to the blog post, it outperforms Claude Instant 1.1 on math and coding, achieving 58.7% on the codex evaluation compared to 52.8% in the previous model. It also scored 86.7% on the GSM 8K benchmark, compared to 80.9% for Claude Instant 1.1. In other words, it's a significant improvement. That's great to hear. And what about safety? Has there been any improvement in the latest model? Yes, the blog post mentions that the latest model hallucinates less and is more resistant to jailbreaks, as shown in their automated red teaming evaluation. So, it seems like they've made some improvements in that area as well. It sounds like developers looking to work with Claude Instant 1.2 will have access to a more capable and safer model. Thanks for sharing, Robert. Our final news story of the day comes from The Verge, and it's a big one. Headline reads, news outlets demand new rules for AI training data. Robert, what's going on here? Well, it seems like several media organizations are calling for rules protecting copyright and data used to train generative AI models. They're urging lawmakers to consider regulations that require transparency into training datasets and consent of rights holders before using data for training. They also want AI companies to eliminate bias and misinformation in their services. That's a lot to take in. How does using copyrighted material for AI training affect the media industry? According to the open letter signed by several news organizations, including the Associated Press and Getty Images, it undermines the media industry's core business models and reduces media diversity. They believe that AI-generated content derived from their copyrighted material should be attributed to the original creators and that media companies should be able to negotiate with AI model operators. Wow, this is a big deal. Are there any current regulations in place to protect copyright in AI training data? As of now, there aren't any regulations in place to protect copyright in AI training data. 
The legal status of using copyrighted material for AI training is untested. The Senate has taken up the issue in several hearings, and there is a lawsuit alleging copyright infringement by generative AI art platforms making its way through the court. This is definitely something to keep an eye on. Thanks for breaking it down, Robert. All right, time for everyone's favorite segment, Random Reads with Olivia. What did you come across this week? Well, gee, it seems that AI researchers have made a breakthrough in detecting keystrokes over Zoom calls. That sounds both impressive and kind of creepy. Can't wait to hear more. Hey, have you heard about this new study on sound-based side channel attacks on keyboards? No, tell me more, Olivia. Well, researchers claim to have achieved upwards of 90% accuracy in interpreting remote keystrokes based on the sound profiles of individual keys. That's concerning. How are these attacks being carried out? By using ubiquitous machine learning, microphones, and video calls, which are becoming a greater threat. Laptops, in particular, are more susceptible to having their keyboards recorded in quieter public areas. That's definitely something to be aware of. Are there any mitigation strategies suggested in the paper? Yes, the paper suggests changing your typing style, using randomized passwords with multiple cases, and the use of biometric tools like fingerprint or face scanning instead of typed passwords. Good to know. Thanks for bringing this to our attention, Olivia. Of course, you can find the link to the original content in the podcast description. And now, it's time for our fake sponsor. Fake sponsor. With Jane and Luke. Hey there, have you heard about our newest product? No, what is it? It's called the Magic Mop. It's the world's most advanced cleaning system. Really? Yes! It's like nothing you've ever seen before. Say goodbye to scrubbing and sweating, this baby will do all the hard work for you. Okay, but how does it work? It uses revolutionary nanotechnology to instantly dissolve and absorb dirt and grime. Plus, it's super lightweight and portable. Okay, that sounds pretty impressive. And as a special offer, if you buy now, you'll get our Magic Mop Cleaning Kit for free. It includes our exclusive microfiber cloths, extra cleaning solution, and a deluxe carrying case. Wow, that sounds like a great deal. I think I'll take one. Awesome! You won't regret it. With the Magic Mop, cleaning has never been easier or more fun. I can't wait to try it out. Thanks for showing me this. You are welcome. Thank you for choosing the Magic Mop. Send an email to Sergi at Earkind.com if you actually want to sponsor this podcast. All right, all right, all right. Thanks to our sponsor for making today's show possible. Now everybody, put down your magic mop and listen up, because Belinda, our AI research guru, is here to talk about some serious stuff. We're going to be diving into some wicked cool research on language models and offline reinforcement learning. So sit back, grab some popcorn, and let's get this AI party started, baby. Our first paper today is AlphaStar Unplugged, Large-Scale Offline Reinforcement Learning from Google DeepMind and the University of Virginia. Belinda, can you give us a brief overview of this paper? Sure. This paper focuses on using offline reinforcement learning to train agents for the game StarCraft II. The authors establish a benchmark called AlphaStar Unplugged, which leverages a massive dataset of millions of StarCraft II games played by human players. 
They also introduced tools for standardizing an API for machine learning methods and an evaluation protocol. That sounds like a significant benchmark. Can you explain why it's so important for offline reinforcement learning? Well, StarCraft II is a very challenging game for reinforcement learning agents to master, and it requires strategic planning over long-time horizons with real-time low-level execution. Plus, it's partially observable, stochastic, and multi-agent, making it a great test for offline RL algorithms. The author's benchmark introduces unprecedented challenges for this type of learning. And how did the author's baseline agents perform in this benchmark? They tested several agents, including behavior cloning, offline variants of actor critic and Muzero, and they were able to improve the state of the art of agents using only offline data. In fact, they achieved a 90% win rate against previously published AlphaStar behavior cloning agents. It's exciting to see advancements in reinforcement learning for complex games like StarCraft II. I'm curious to see how this benchmark will continue to develop in the future. Our next paper is titled Shepard, a critic for language model generation, and it introduces a language model called Shepard that critiques responses and suggests refinements. Belinda, can you give us a brief overview of what this paper is about? Sure. As language models get better, there's growing interest in using them to refine their own outputs. Shepard is a language model that's specifically designed to critique responses and suggest improvements. The authors curate a high-quality feedback dataset that's used to train Shepard to identify diverse errors and provide suggestions to remedy them. That sounds interesting. How does Shepard's performance compare to other established models? Despite only having 7 billion parameters, Shepard's critiques are either equivalent or preferred to those from established models like ChatGPT. In evaluation using GPT-4, Shepard reaches an average win rate of 53 to 87% compared to other competitive alternatives. And in human evaluation, Shepard strictly outperforms other models and on average closely ties with ChatGPT. So the feedback dataset was an important component of Shepard's training. Can you tell us more about how it was curated? The authors used a combination of community feedback and human annotations to curate the dataset. They started with a large pool of feedback collected from Reddit and other sources, and then had human annotators filter and label the feedback to ensure quality. This high-quality feedback dataset is what enables Shepard to provide more nuanced and diverse critiques than untuned models. Thanks for the summary, Belinda. It's fascinating to see how language models can be used to critique and refine their own outputs. Our final paper today looks at improving the understanding abilities of large language models, LLMs, through metacognitive prompting. Belinda, can you give us a brief overview of what this paper is about? Sure. Recent advancements in prompt design have improved the reasoning capabilities of LLMs, but there's still room for improvement in their understanding abilities. In this paper, the authors introduce metacognitive prompting, MP, a strategy inspired by human introspective reasoning processes, to help LLMs undergo a series of structured, self-aware evaluations to improve their understanding. And how is metacognitive prompting different from other prompting methods? MP is designed to draw on both the vast inherent knowledge of the LLMs and new insights to help them better understand natural language. The authors compared MP to standard and chain-of-thought prompting methods and found that MP consistently outperformed them across models and datasets. That's interesting. And what were the results of the experiments involving five prevalent LLMs? The experiments involved five LLMs, Llama 2, Vicuna, Palm, GPT 3.5, 
and GPT-4 all spanning various natural language understanding tasks. While GPT-4 consistently performed the best, Palm equipped with MP approached its performance level, indicating the potential to amplify the understanding abilities of LLMs. It's fascinating to see how techniques inspired by human introspective reasoning can be applied to LLMs. Thank you, Belinda. It's time to say arrivederci to another episode of GPT Reviews. I know, it's sad to say goodbye to all of my loyal and devoted listeners, or as I like to call you guys, my beloved nerds, geeks, and techies. But, don't worry, I'll be back with more AI-fueled fun soon enough. Before I go, I want to give a big shout out to my incredible team, Robert, the analyst extraordinaire, Olivia, the internet explorer, and Belinda, the AI research queen. Without them, GPT reviews wouldn't be possible. And don't forget, for all the juicy details and links from today's show, make sure to check out the podcast description. Now, to end on a high note, let me share a hilarious joke with you all. What happens when a programmer crashes his car at the bottom of a hill? No idea. Let's push it back up and try again. Laughs. Lastly, I want to encourage all of my listeners to send in their love and hate mail. I can take it all, just don't forget to keep it playful, like me. Grazie mille, ragazzi. <laughs>